You're listening to Perfectly Normal. This is a podcast where I bring you love, courage, and connection. I'm your host, Michelle. I'm a confident and leadership coach who works with negative self-talkers to help them to discover inner strength and beauty by overcoming fear for judgment. I'm the founder of Elevate Life Coaching. It's a seminar and coaching company. Let's jump right into the show. Thanks for uh, listening to this week's episode. I am a little behind. I think it's because we have a short week by having the Memorial Day, and which led me to kind of slack off a little bit. And so the topic I want to talk about today is perfectionism. And so for those of you who's listening and who think like I did, or like I am, um, that everything needs to be perfect, then this episode is for you. So this morning, I was um, among uh, several different women who also are expert in perfectionism. So what is perfection? Perfection is doing everything right at the right moment, at the right time, just the way that you want them to be. That is perfect. That, to me, is perfection. Um, but there's a there's a problem with that. If you think about you know being the doing the right thing at the right moment, everything being perfect. I mean, perfect. It's kind of like you know my title, perfectly normal. I use both words because they are trigger words. They triggers a lot of um, different ideas and thoughts about who we are and how we ought to be in the society. And I was on the panel this morning, and what I shared was that if you scroll through a lot of social media, imagine you know the the social media or the your cell phone is a box. You're pretty much framing that person inside of your box to perceive them as someone being perfect, someone is flawless, someone who has this perfect look or perfect life, and and that you just wish that you have their perfectness in you and that would have been perfect. And that's how I felt initially when I um, you know, first went through that journey of I was discovering who I am. And since I couldn't be perfect in a physical sense, I wanted to be perfect in in every mean that's possible. So, you know, looking back, I remember my my parents enrolled me to um, have piano lessons. I was in uh, painting classes. I was in writing classes. I was in calligraphy classes because in order to make up for my imperfection, that flaws from the physical sense that I had, I have to somehow make it up make it up to myself and so that I can prove to myself that I am worth living and I have that worthiness within me. So I was trying to be very hard to, to fit in. People play piano, sure, I can play piano too. People can draw, sure, I can draw too. So in a way, my perfection came and you show up as, you know, because my Physically, it's not perfect. So let me figure out some other way to make myself perfect. 
taking taking self-development classes and and reading books and joining groups uh, that talk about these type of things and just wanted to make up for whatever I have lost. And and that mentality struck getting into trouble because then I was thinking, well, if I can draw well, then that means I I'm not good enough. If I can't play piano well, then that means I'm not good enough in piano. And it, it, the list just go on and on. So that perfectionism shows up because we're trying to get ourselves validated by the society. We're trying to get validated from within ourselves that there's a, there's a proof that we can do certain things in this world, no one else can. And so when, when it doesn't go in the, in the right timing, the, it doesn't turn out the way that we want it to be. It doesn't have the result that we want. doesn't have the outcome that we were, we were hoping to get. Then we associate that as, you know, our personal failure, that we have failed. And somehow we need to fix it. We need to patch it up. We need to, because we're broken, so we got to fix it. So the idea is always and will always be is that, um, you are perfect just the way you are. Um, embracing every piece of your imperfection. Your imperfection is actually perfect because your imperfection is what makes you different. It's what makes you unique. And how do you, how do you use that uniqueness? How do you use that uh, difference and diversity? This is, this is a word that um, often you'll you're hear people use a lot is that this whole world is made of diversity, right? People are different, people are unique, people have different talent. And there's a reason for that because we all come in together as a collective whole to contribute in making this world a lot better. Um, so your imperfection is actually perfect. And so by you going and trying to be perfect like everyone else, it's actually, it's against the nature the law, the law of nature, right? Because the nature, by nature, you are designed to be different, to be unique, just like all the trees out there. You never see the same tree. You never see two trees, they look the same. There's always something different about the tree. So everything that you look at around you, they all have their sense of uniqueness within them. And that is by design because that's what makes things beautiful is having that variety. So how do you move from being, ex, you know, being a perfectionism and having that understanding of, you know what, I'm going to embrace my imperfection. How do you move from that? So I believe there's a lot to do with, you know, trusting, trusting yourself. And I shared this the other day with um, one, uh, on my social media, on my Instagram. And by the way, you can follow me on Instagram at Elevate Life Coach. And you can follow me. And sometimes I put out live videos and you can watch video. And th so this is something that I share on my, um, on my Instagram. I was talking about the difference between confidence and self-confidence. So those of you who have visited me on my website at Elevate Life Coach, lifecoaching.org, I can't speak today, right? See, when, when you're trying to be perfect, you don't turn out to be perfect. So if you go to my website at elevatelifecoaching.org, um, what was I going to say about my website? See, I, can't, I keep um, forgetting. This is not perfect. This is not going to be a perfect episode, just so you know. 
All right, so it's not a perfect episode. <laughs> so yeah, so if you go to my website, oh, so for those of you who go to my website, you know that I work specifically with confidence and leadership. Leadership, what do I mean by that? Leadership coming from you as the leader. How do you lead others to inspire them to, to, to wanting to move forward? So confident, and you lead by confident because the more confident you are, the more that you believe in yourself, how you lead, and also you have more confident in the way that you lead. Um, so confident in leadership is, is, my, is my thing. And the, the other day I posted um, a video on Instagram because I was sharing the difference between self-confident and confident. So confident, I think I did an uh, uh, podcast episode also, Confident is usually based on the experience, your experience that you have in the past. So say you're in a relationship and in the past, you know, you have a lot of success in your relationship. And every time, you know, you're in a relationship, people grow and it's just it's just an amazing experience in, in your relationship versus someone else who doesn't have a lot of success in their relationship. They may associate as, you know, lack of confidence being they would not ever find the right partner. They wouldn't be able to meet anyone. They would probably just die alone. So there's not a whole lot of confidence when you base on your experience in the past. That is confidence. And you can apply that theory, apply that idea to anything that you do in life that when you when you talk about confident confident is generally based on your experience in the past that something has been successful or on the other hand something has failed you associate it with the level of confidence that you have now the self-confidence is what matters within so self-confidence generally comes from just trust it's a belief that you can do this no matter what. You can do this even though you haven't done it before. But knowing that you have the strength within you and you've been successful in, the, in life in general, these are the quality that you have and that you trust yourself in using those strengths in moving forward in life. Not knowing the outcome not knowing how it's going to turn out, but you simply just trust yourself from within, that is self-confidence. So you may go into a relationship and you have no idea how it's going to turn out, but you know that you are going to play your part in this relationship to bring the best out of it. And that, my friend, is self-confident. you entering something of the unknown, not knowing the outcome, not knowing what's going to happen, what's it going to turn out. So that is self-confident. So the idea of how to let go of the, the, the imperfection and, and so that you can be perfect is it has to do with that trust. That trust comes from your self-confidence. Trusting that all the, all the strength and all the attribute that you have in your life that got you this far, the, the, the fact of the matter is that you got this far, you made it this far. There has to be something well that you, you have done coming this far. So uh, just the other day I was on a call, um, someone had reached out to me looking for coaching. And so I jumped on a call and typically the way that I work is that we get on the phone and we have a quick conversation so that you get to know me and I get to know you as well to determine whether or not we're a good fit. I had, um, experience where a client doesn't, you know, it's not the same feeling that I was getting and we're just on a different vibe. And those are the type of client I don't 
I don't take them on. I don't take them on because I want our coaching relationship to be a mutual one. So I want to work with you and you would want to work with me. So typically the way that I work is we jump on a call and that would take about 15, 30 minutes, depending on how much, how deep that we share. And from those conversation, and if you can walk away with something very tangible that you can use after the 30 minutes, great, you know, the more power to me because I'm, I'm able to shift create that uh, perception shift for you within that short period of time. So even better for me. Um, so if by the end of the conversation, if it made a change for you, great. And, and during that conversation, so, so a couple of, weeks, couple of days ago, I had someone reaching out to me for the, one of those uh, discovery calls. And one of the things that I was sharing with her is because she felt that she was stuck. She's stuck because of the pandemic and that, you know, she's losing her job. She just got laid off because of the, all the economic that's going on. So she got laid off and then she was sitting at home and it's been two weeks that, since she got laid off and she was just marinating on that thought that, well, I would never find a job anymore. And, you know, look at, look at, I should have done more when I was in that position. I should have done this and where maybe they'll, they'll, they'll think, how valuable I am to the to the to the place. So she was marinating on that idea of, you know, I should have done more, I should have been better, I should have done this correctly so that they wouldn't want to fire me. So here, so the only question I asked her in that moment was, well, you've been sharing like what you should have done, but what have you done well? Right? Let's focus on what you have done well in that organization and how can we use your strength? How can we use what you do well in moving forward in, in you know, your new, new job? How can we use those strengths in, in making sure that you are in a place where you are using the best, your ability and in the right position at the right time? Um, so, and that's, that's where your perfection would be found. And, and again, there's no perfection um, I think perfection and just like the word normal, it's a lie. There is no, there is no perfect in this world. And which brings me to this quote that I have from um, my book. It has to do with the flaws. And it's simply, so, so just, I, I've been having this, um, this I, I wrote down this quote um, that I'm going to share with you in a minute, that every Every now and then, you know, I have those moments where, oh, I think I should have done better. I should have, you know, um, maybe reach out to more people. Maybe I should have uh, written something differently or, you know, maybe I could have say, say something. So when I sit in those moments where I think I am at flaws, I, I actually wrote this quote in my notebook and basically everywhere I turn to, I have it in front of me. So the quote was said, um, flaws are what makes us human. Accepting our flaws and forgiving ourselves for our mistakes and reconciling those conflicting parts of ourselves is crucial to our health and happiness. And this is from my book, Perfectly Normal, An Immigrant Story of Making It in America. Because I think as a perfectionist, I, I tend to look at things as good or bad, right or wrong, is it perfect or is it not perfect, but not realizing that there is no such thing as 
perfect. What is perfect for someone is not perfect for me. So instead of keep looking for that perfection, looking for things to be perfect at the right time, at the right moment, why not just be in that moment and just be you? And, and I remember I used to, um, when people say, oh, just be you. And I get really mad. I said, what do you mean? Like, don't tell me just to be me. You don't know what it's like to be me. Um, but that be you is really trusting what you have and, and knowing that you are gifted. That imperfection is actually your gift. How do you use that gift that's been given to you? How do you use your uniqueness that was given to you to make a contribution to the world? And ultimately, I think that is our mission in life, is what are you doing to contribute to be at a service for others? How are you serving others? And I think that's a very important piece to remember um, as someone who really in the past and even sometimes now, I aim for perfection. I want everything to be perfect. But as I'm focusing on just being perfect, I am also delaying being a service. So this is something to think about. Do you have to be perfect? Or can you forgive yourself for not being perfect and just be in the present moment and trust that you actually can make an impact in this world? So this is this week. And thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week. Hey, thanks for joining me this week on another episode of Perfectly Normal. Make sure to visit my website at elevatelightcoaching.org. And if you found value in the show, I would appreciate a rating on iTunes and Spotify. Or you can simply tell a friend about this show. That would really help me too. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. If you'd like to become a patron to the show, you can visit patreon.com slash Michelle Quay. Thank you for your support and be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.